This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. As regular listeners will know, I recently interviewed author, psychotherapist, and interfaith minister Nancy Collier about her book, The Emotionally Exhausted Woman. If you haven't heard that episode yet, I'll just share that one of Nancy Collier's premises is that we are more capable of feeling better, less depleted, and more energized, more capable then we realize we are in charge of more of our story. But that starts with listening to our desires, owning our truth, and taking steps to do more of what we actually want. As I considered Nancy's book, I realized that one of my own struggles is that I haven't always prioritized friendships. Many of my friends live far away. They have jobs and responsibilities. I don't want to call at a bad time or be a bother, but I miss them and I want to connect better. So over these next few days, I'm going to introduce you to a few women who fill up my soul and help me believe in collective strength and goodness and light. When we're feeling depleted or lost, chances are good that there's someone we know, often just a phone call away, who can lend us some of their shine. First up today is Sarah Frauenzimmer. Sarah is a wife, mother, writer, yoga teacher, and all-around amazing human. In conversations, in conversations other places, she's talked about what it's like to parent neurodivergent kids, especially when you have anxiety yourself, and how she's continued to seek permission to prioritize her own needs alongside her families. She does all this with grace, humor, and honesty. Sarah currently lives in southeastern Virginia with her husband and their two kids. Sarah Frauenzimmer, welcome to Wild Precious Life. Will you introduce us to you? Will you introduce yourself to us? Sure. (laughs) Who are you? (laughs) I am Sarah Frauenzimmer. And I am a current resident of southeastern Virginia, and that's now the longest place I've lived anywhere since I left home at 18. Wow. How, how many years? We've now been here for six years. <gasps> I know. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> six years in a row? Six years in a row. It's astonishing. I'm so jealous of that. Let me think. No, nah, we haven't. We haven't successfully done more than four. Yeah, we're not even in the military anymore. It's really, um, it's been really interesting. I mentioned this to you, but I'm going to say some questions out now. So we talked to Nancy Collier about the emotionally exhausted woman, and her subtitle was "Why You're Feeling Depleted and How to Get What You Need." And I opened it up, and the very first question made me cry. 
because it said, who takes care of you? So I'm actually just going to ask you that. Who takes care of you? That's a really good question. I would say emotionally, it's it's my friends. But I have a really good network of people who I can just un- unleash whatever is happening and receive some support. But um, I have this bullet journal and it has a question on every day above the section that has pictures of water cups that I'm supposed to check how many cups of water. And it says, it has this box and it says, act of self-care for the day. And sometimes I just write, ha. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Because I cannot identify one and going to the bathroom alone does not count. It's funny. I think I count that, but you're right that that is not a privilege. It's just, it's just a bodily function. <laughs> right. Does, yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. One of the other things that Nancy asked or made me think about was what is it you really want? You know, can you verbalize it? Do you say it out loud? Do you write it in that journal? Like Sarah Frauenzimmer, what is it you really want? I want to not come to the end of my life And for people just to say I had a clean house for many years because my husband is in the Navy and and has been gone a lot. And there have been many times when he has said, do you want to get someone to help you clean? And I, for many, many years, said, no, 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 I don't have a job. So that doesn't make sense. And I finally relented maybe a year or so ago, and twice a month, I have a wonderful angel who um, arrives on my doorstep and makes it so that my house smells so good. (laughs) And um, it was because I, I reached this point that I thought, if all I ever do is clean, all I will ever do is clean. And so there needed to be a little less of that falling to me so that there was maybe some space for me to do something else. Letting go, relinquishing some of the housework to then fill your bucket and other people's buckets and just share the wonderfulness of you makes sense to me. But it sometimes means means we have to give ourselves permission because you do have a job. You've got two beautiful children and a husband who has moved you guys all over God's green earth. Every time I checked in with you in past years, you're always unpacking or packing a box <laughs> or buying the house next door. That's right. <clears throat> I have an imagination question then for you. So if you weren't keeping house and and teaching yoga, like what is something you have always dreamed of becoming? Like if you weren't this, what would you like to be? Well, growing up, I had no idea that screenwriting was a job. I didn't really realize that was a thing people could be when they grew up, screenwriter. And so I think I've always harbored a secret ambition to write a movie. (laughs) 
You would write such a good movie. This does not need to be a secret ambition. You need to Google up Mom Screenwriting Club. <laughs> and I would I would go to that movie sight unseen. You'd have to tell me nothing about it, but I'd be there with popcorn. Uh, sometimes people have trouble with this, but I'm going to ask you any. What do you what do you love about yourself? I think my compassion. I am almost relentlessly able to see other people's perspectives and what might make them the way they are. And there are very few people on this earth who I think of as just bad. Part of, I had a, had a lovely day yesterday, and it was kind of an exception. Things have been less lovely a lot lately. And one of the things that was great was I just had the bandwidth to be helpful to people. Hello, and welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lavallo, and for each episode of Novel Conversations, I talk to two readers about one book, and together, we summarize the story for you. We introduce you to the characters, we tell you what happens to them, and we read from the book along the way. So if you love hearing a good story, you're in the right place. Our ninth season is coming this fall. Tune in to hear from some of the all-time great authors, Charles Dickens, Jules Verne, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and more. Subscribe to Novel Conversations wherever you listen to podcasts. Does your relentless compassion extend to yourself? Like, I do see that. You are so able to see the good and the hope and the possibility in people you meet. Do you, when you turn inward, do you, do you extend that same compassion to you? Um, you know, the, I will with God's help pledges, we say it in like baptisms and things. Um, I will with therapists help. Uh, <laughs> so that is a thing. A therapist I went to, in about 20 years now, really changed my perspective. Because um, she said to me, you know, you're really hard on yourself. What if some things were just neutral? And that really, it changed my life. It helped me to see neutrality in shades of gray and helped me to see my own circumstances. Because at the time we had just moved, and this was kids, this was before Google Maps. And... Uh, <laughs> I got lost all the time when we moved and I would get really frustrated and I was in the car saying out loud, you're such an idiot. And I was re recounting this to the therapist and that was when she kind of urged me to look at the circumstances and say, you'd been to this place how many times? Well, once. Were you driving there? No, I was a passenger. <laughs> Were you paying close attention? No. Mm -mm. So does it make sense that maybe you got lost? <laughs> I love that. I think we lived, I know we lived in the Seattle area for the same years. And I took the wrong exit in Seattle multiple times. The same wrong <laughs> exit 
because I, I would be doing my Jesus Christ made Seattle under protest. I'd be doing my mnemonic, but I, I'd still goof it up. And I remember on like the fourth time, I took the <laughs> wrong road again. I was like, Ugh! and somewhere along these military moves, I realized that that actually turns out to be the way I learn a place right? is by getting lost in it. All right, I'm going to pivot now and ask you just some uh, smaller, quirky things about you. What um, What's one of your go-to songs? Oh, boy, that changes all the time. Right? Um, Me too. I mean, I think I very often enjoy musical theater. <laughs> so there is a long time that there was a long Hamilton streak in our house. I have a f- band that I really like. Um, I have a friend who's in the band, um, so I should plug that. <laughs> Definitely. Let's hear yeah. about this band. Everybody should listen to Carbon Leaf. It's a great Carbon Virginia- Leaf. Mm-hmm. It's a great Virginia band. And then what is a favorite movie or television show that you love? Oh, my goodness. Well, I mean, the British baking show <laughs> is my happy place and has gotten me through a lot of challenging times and i recently discovered that you can find the whole back catalog on the roku channel and you get to see the first season where paul hollywood actually like puts his hand in someone's dough and helps wow it's it's delightful welcome to wrexham because my mother is welsh i love that show but i totally wondered about you if you knew that story or if your mom's been paying attention yeah, my mother has not been paying attention, but we have we watched it and then yeah. It's um very okay, good. I have books I have books on here, but I'm gonna caution you and I that we're not allowed to talk about books for the next five hours. Correct. So let's talk books for as long as they will let us. What are some of your favorites? What's that one that you love that nobody's heard of? What's the one you buy ten times and always give away? What's the one that's marked in the margins? I, I don't even have to ask you. What, tell me about books. Well, if I have to choose this too, my palate cleanser. Anytime I've read a book and it's good and I'm afraid to start a new book because it won't be as good um, is Pride and Prejudice. Right. Because I know I will never be disappointed. It's a truth universally acknowledged. Um, and I actually really enjoy reading adaptations of it. And I had a, someone who I went to college with who wrote an adaptation so her name is Sonia Kamal, and the, her book is called Unmarriageable. And it is a version of Pride and Prejudice set in Pakistan. And it's, it's really a great version. So I love that. And then anything Kate Bowler writes, I will read and recommend to a friend. Yeah, I think I heard Kate Bowler speak right before the pandemic we were actually presenting at the same conference and I presented right after her and I was like what what is this fresh hell I'll actually use I will use a um what fresh moose is this that's a nod to Andrew Sean Greer what fresh moose is this is what I would have said like you don't ever want to present after Kate Bowler you just want to ruminate her story is amazing her interview style is amazing her books are just uh, constant companions. Yeah. If, if folks listening haven't discovered Kate Bowler, it's time. She is wonderful. Yeah. She's just 
a delight. Um, do you have a favorite ice cream or a favorite dessert? Well, I like any ice cream that involves coffee and chocolate. I'm the great tragedy is my children don't really particularly like fruit in their baked goods. And mm. I I love them desperately, but this is a character flaw. Um <laughs> Because, you know, I grew up in the great British tradition of making crumbles. And so peach crumbles, berry crumbles, apple crumbles. And there's only one other person in my house who appreciates them, and that's my husband. So I really enjoy a good fruit crumble. And I suppose I can make them and eat them all myself. But (laughs) I feel sometimes children grow into their crumble phase. So they crumble in and out, and they, they. I feel like sometimes they just have to, like, awaken to the crumble within them. So don't lose heart. It, it's possibly that for your kids, the the 20s will be their their crumble years. So don't, you know, maybe maybe there'll be time. Oh, All yeah. right, last, last one for us here is if we were to take a picture of you really happy and doing something you love. What would we see? Mm, I love this question. Um, I would say the first kid snuggle of the morning. I have a little pal who just came into this room, and she is a world-class snuggler. And when she comes in and nestles in, that makes me very, very happy. Oh, that's wonderful. I'm going to hold the image of you snuggling. (laughs) And then the other one I would say is watching live theater. What'd you see yesterday? Oh, it was great. It was a one woman show called the 12 dates of Christmas. Oh my gosh. Um, About a woman who her fiance tells her he can't come home with her for Thanksgiving. And then she's watching the Macy Thanksgiving day parade and sees him making out with another woman. And then she recounts the dates she goes on in the year since that moment. And it involves her telling a story and then pulling off a specific Christmas tree ornament and tossing it into a box. Oh. It was fantastic. The actress who was in it was great. So it was a lot of fun. And there, there's some adult language, so that's always fun, too. Absolutely. <laughs> a little spicy Christmas. That sounds fantastic. Say, yeah. Ah. Uh. Well, hey, Sarah Fraunzimmer, thank you so much for hanging with me and for letting me think deeply about this book, The Emotionally Exhausted Woman, and some of the things, some of the advice Nancy Collier has, which is just that we are actually in charge of our own days and our own wants and our own desires, and it's not really up to anybody else to fulfill them for us, but we have more control and um can bring more compassion than we sometimes do. And I just immediately thought of you as someone who I would want to talk to for my own because I don't remember to connect with people. I don't remember to, like, I, you are one of those people out there in the world who I just adore and I see you never and I talk to you (laughs) almost never. And that turns out to be within my control. I can, like, text you or I can see something about Kate Bowler and be like, oh my gosh, I love her and I love you. And and just put that out into the universe. And I really appreciated reading this book to be reminded of that. Thank you. Wild Precious Life is a production of Evergreen Podcasts. Special thanks to executive producers Gerardo Orlando and Michael D'Aloya. 
producer Sarah Wilgrove, and audio engineer Ian Douglas. Be sure to subscribe and follow us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there! I'm Hannah. And I'm Audrey. We are a sister filmmaking duo and co-hosts of Sleepover Cinema, our show where we analyze the films that created the collective unconscious of the girls, gays, and theys of the late 90s and early 2000s. Princess Diaries, The Cheetah Girls, Aquamarine, Cinderella, the one starring Brandy. We haven't stopped thinking about these movies since we first saw them, and we want you to rewatch them and review them with us. Are these movies as bad as critics would have us believe? Do we even care if they are? We are always unpacking that very question on Sleepover Cinema. Check out Sleepover Cinema wherever you get your podcasts or at evergreenpodcasts.com. See you soon.